in a world where TikTok dances are the norm, where it's really weird to receive a letter, and we're petrified when grandma sends a check in the mail. Let's get back to what's really weird at Strange Shenanigans. You have your host, Ashley, today, who's not going to talk too much because our other host has been doing some crazy research. What you doing today, Stan? We're going to talk about the Teos Caves. So, the Teos Caves, are they a natural wonder or an ancient alien fortress of solitude? Always aliens. Right? Always. All right. In 1973, uh, uh, the book The Gold of the Gods, Eric Von Daniken claimed that he and Anos Juan Morquez had uh, explored the uh, caves of the Teos, or Teos, Teos Caves, in 1969, and they had discovered mounds of gold, unusual sculptures, and, metallic, and a metallic library. These items were said to be in artificial tunnels that had been created by a lost civilization with the help from extraterrestrial beings. Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. The claims were more than fantastical. Coming from the writer of the of uh, Chariots of the Gods, it was not a surprising connection to his readers. Von Daniken had already connected many ancient archaeological sites to uh, the alien ancestor theory. This claim spurred on years of investigation, research, admiration, and scorn. Scorn? Mm-hmm. So you love him or you hate him? Mm-hmm. Exactly. The location of the Teos Caves is in the uh, syndical center of Conagos. To this day, the caves are not fully explored, yet the local Shura Indians have in-depth knowledge of the cave and act as guides to cave explorers. Access to the cave is restricted, and you have to obtain a, uh, a permit, pay a tax, and have permission to go into it. Seems like way too much work. The uh, caves are located in the uh, high rainforest, 1.2 miles south of the Santiago River, uh, just west of the Conagos River. The entrance of the cave has a vertical void of 17 meters, and uh, local people were aware of this cave for centuries. They've always known about it. Um, it's uh, located uh, 2,600 feet above sea level, it's mostly limestone and shale. And uh, there's another entrance deep in the bottom of the valley. And there's uh, another entrance which uh, has a 213 foot deep shaft that leads to 2.9 miles of passages. Uh, it is currently the longest cave in Ecuador because it's not even fully explored to this day. And they already know it's way more massive than they've already researched it. As a result of the claims published in Von Daniken's book, an investigation of the caves was organized by Stan Hall of Scotland in uh, 1976, one of the largest and most expensive cave explorations of all time. The expedition involved over 100 people, British and Ecuadorian military personnel, a film crew, and Neil Armstrong. That was a random end bit. <laughs> the the uh, team also included eight experienced British cavers who thoroughly explored the cave and conducted an accurate survey to uh, produce a detailed map of it. This expedition was financed by the government of Ecuador and the United Kingdom. There was no evidence of Von Daniken's more exotic claims, although some physical features of the cave 
did approximate his descriptions and some items of a uh, zoological and botanical and archaeological interest were found team found passageways that were cut neatly and polished inside the cave they also found burial sites dating back to uh, 1500 BC the uh, lead researcher met with uh, Mortis, the indigenous source who claimed and he claimed that they had gone into the wrong cave and the actual cave was kept a secret there are uh, square-shaped rock cuttings and rock structures resembling elongated doors um, and that portion is called the Morcus portal the Morcus portal yeah if you call anything a weird name portal obviously we're gonna speculate wildly right. the most surprising part of this investigation was not only the resulting findings of you know civilizations that we hardly knew existed but uh also the involvement of neil armstrong who after his infamous moonwalk had all but become a hermit from society uh the fringe theory is that in uh man's first mission to the moon and in the hotly debated supposedly missing two minutes of footage from that that uh uh the former astronaut had encountered alien beings and after his mission being sworn to secrecy by the American government, was now looking to find the information he already knew, but from another source. This great undertaking did bring about a deeper understanding of earlier, early South American civilization, but did little to satisfy the critics of Von Daniken. Starting in 2006, we see the entrance of a man considered to be the real-life Indiana Jones, an Argentinian explorer and filmmaker Alex Chinotti carried out a series of expeditions between 2006 to 2009 and in uh, 2007 he reached the depths of the main cave after several months back and forth through the jungle and uh, hostilities with the local indigenous people. Uh, Chinotti discovered figures of animals along with underground rivers in the system of the uh, Pastaza Teos Caves as well as an engraving of a uh, gold... Uh, on a gold patina res representing a double quadrilateral. Okay. Mm -hmm. He was first to uh, digitally record what's now called the uh, Morcus Entrance Gate, um, thus uh, highlighting what is called the cornerstone, which is an architectural part of the cave that looks like it was built and adapted from the actual landscape to be almost perfect in dimensions and everything. In his book, The Mysteries of the Teos Caves, he writes about his exploration in Survival Odyssey when a uh, sure native party uh, decided to attack his group after leaving the caves. The American press covered the story as uh, on front pages and described him as the real Indiana Jones. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now, the, the cave itself and the anthrop discoveries held within were astounding and world-changing enough. But why didn't we find the claimed metal library in Alien Tomb? Well, the theories and claims are just about endless as to why we didn't. A uh, colleague of Von Daniken claims it is because it's hidden and nobody knows the true way except for the two of them. Others claim it was the work of criminals who robbed the tomb and the library, but it's been 50 years since then, so if these things entered the black market, 
one of them would have been bound to resurface in some billionaire's home yeah at this one point. of just one thing at least probably would have resurfaced mm -hmm. by now the other theory which seems more akin to truth than the others is that eric von daniken is full of shit <laughs> not only in his early life was the man arrested multiple times for uh fraud and uh uh all sorts of other shit uh he uh but his books are just completely riddled with errors wild speculation and uh <laughs> flat out lies parading around his scientific research and exploration danikin made multiple claims to include the famous structure in india the iron pillar of delhi that he claimed was not of this earth and did not age claiming the large metal structure never rusted um in his book the chariots of the gods when at the time that he was writing it, it was covered in rust and in disrepair. Oh, okay then. He says that we don't know where it comes from. Well, we do. The Iron Pillar was constructed in Kuwait Islam Mosque, uh, and then later relocated by human beings <laughs> to where it is now. <laughs> okay. Uh, Juan Morquez, the supposed guide of this fantastical exploration, uh, went on to admit in a 1974 interview uh or, or before this or 1974 that the expedition didn't actually really happen it was all just him and danikin sitting around talking about what they would say if they did find something it's speculating why mm -hmm. in 1974 interview von danikin asserted that he had indeed seen the library and artifacts in the tunnel but he had embellished some of the aspects of the story to make it more interesting. The direct quote in German, we say a writer, if he is not writing pure science, is allowed to use some dramatic, it's German, I don't know what he's saying, but it, or some theatrical effects, and that's what I have done. So he lied. So did he receive an award for living life theatrically? No, I don't know. Aww. This unfortunately outshines the amazing things that have been discovered about the caves the precision made halls beautiful artifacts and even tombs of lost human civilizations um von daniken comes off as a con man who belittles the efforts and intelligence of our ancestors to make a couple bucks off his fantasy novels that parade around as scientific um von daniken his current net worth to this day $30 million. Must be nice. You might have thought you your streaming device like glitched out or freaked out and you didn't hear that right, but no. The guy who writes lies, publishes them, and then convinces sad old people that he found a lost alien civilization is worth $30 million from his bullshit writings. I'm going to go discover an alien civilization. Right. Uh, the, the Iron Pillar of Delhi is just one example. His entire book is just filled with these bullshit fake theories of how aliens constructed these things, these different things all around the globe, when we already know the human history of these places. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't find an end to the list, so I just used the one of the first ones I came across. Uh <laughs> With the majority of his findings and research and claims being easily disproved, he has managed to swindle the hardcore believers for decades with his tall tales and his penchant for fraud. Well then, has he ever been on the, that awful show, Ancient Aliens? He hasn't. The other guy has. The guy who researched it in 2006 through 2009, which, uh, once again, and 
just takes away any credibility to what the real things that they did find. Right. Why would you do that to yourself? Like he he's he he purported to have all these grand ancient aliens theories, which were actually plagiarized from other books, <laughs> like do, direct plagiarisms that he put himself in these situations and claimed he discovered these things when it was all plagiarized from these other books and it was all wrong to begin with. Man. But, I mean, to have your own guide sit there and be like, yeah, we were just drunk and making shit up is kind of bad. I'm in the wrong business. Yeah. But the the caves themselves is, is just a crazy environment. Like, there's, there's a species of bird that lives there that doesn't live anywhere else. It lives underground in a cave. Ooh, that's pretty right? cool. The, uh, the native people actually have gone into the cave for thousands of years to go down and get eggs and stuff like that <laughs> they, they, they knew that it eggs. existed and we're all like holy crap there's a bird down here and yeah he actually <laughs> already existed and everybody already knew about him can we eat it mm-hmm. that's a very popular question we ask here on strange <laughs> right exactly can we eat it yep but uh i think the the overarching thing i want to get across to people is that just because it's in a book and just because other people believe it does not mean it's real right you gotta look at the actual history facts of everything i mean a a simple a simple walk through any library in the world at the time that that book was published would disprove 90 percent of what he said and he still got and he still made millions off of it it. because people just bought into it and chariots of of the gods is still a very well you know, established book in the believer community of aliens. And it's like, why are you going down these rabbit holes of bullshit when there's real things you could be looking at? Oh yeah, there's actual real stuff. We don't have to believe any of this ancient alien nonsense. Right. So he's essentially the father of the ancient alien nonsense. No, he's not though. Oh. Like I said, he plagiarized a bunch of his ideas from earlier, you know, nut jobs who were already wrote about it. <laughs> the OG nut jobs. Yeah, he just exactly. was great at marketing. He was. That that was what it was, is that he, he had the he had the persona and you know, he already had the, you know, skilled adaptiveness of fraud to pull it off. Man, the fraud that you used to be able to pull off. You just can't anymore. No, you it's can't get away with it. Opportunity stuff. of weird crap that happens. Right. I mean, that was, there's the whole age of the where the internet didn't exist, and everybody was too lazy to get up and walk to a library. That they're just like, yeah, sure, I definitely believe I mean, the Iron Pillar true. in Delhi was built by aliens. It was a better time to start rumors. It was a good time. It was like all those tattoos Mister Rogers the Marine had. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, that's all we've got for you about the Teos Caves. So it looks like a good place to go on vacation. <laughs> right? Have fun. Make up your own yeah. theories. Try not to get murdered by the natives. Yeah, try they not don't to want go. you there. Uh, Everybody okay. should actually just leave it alone because we the will people who, who, who own it don't want you there. Other humans will ruin it. We're really good at that. It's like an expertise of Pretty ours. Pretty much, right? <laughs> That's all we have for you tonight, folks. I hope that was fascinating to you. Don't forget. You can find us everywhere. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram, and the YouTubes under Strange Shenanigans. Don't forget to hop over to Twitter where we're pretty active and we'd love to argue with you or agree with you. It depends on what you say. 
under The Strange Show. You can find us under The Strange Show on Podbean, Twitter, and Tumblr. And don't forget, if you're just as insane as we are, and hopefully you are, you can start your own podcast on Podbean and use code STRANGESHENANIGANS and we'll hook you right up. Stay weird, everybody.